Welcome to the Bear Wellness Podcast, the podcast that gives you a big bear hug and lets you know that you're enough because you are. It's also the podcast that puts a big middle finger up to diet culture, to fat shamers, and to anyone trying to yuck your yum. I'm your host, Coach Cub, a board-certified health and wellness coach who works with folks in the bear community and beyond to feel more comfortable and confident in their bodies. Now, each week, I'll be coming to you with an interview or a topic related to things like body image, health at every size, and to the day-to-day experiences of folks in our community. So, unbuckle that belt, let that belly out, and enjoy the show. All right, well, Marcelo, welcome to the podcast. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm very excited likewise and it's ah oh, there's so much to talk about but i feel like it's so funny um and we talked a little bit about this after our last retreat where we finally met for the first time but it's like we we connected this way for so long over zoom and phone and <laughs> yes. whatsapp and then to, and then we finally met and then now we're back to you know this kind of communication true um, so it's interesting but but i'll be singing you again in June when I get very soon I can't wait it's coming up but um before we get into all that yeah let us know maybe just let us know a little bit about yourself where you're from what you do so let's share Mm, I'm Brazilian and I'm 42 years old almost 43 my birthday's coming which very excited we're both we're you're Aries right Pieces because oh. I'm in the beginning of the okay. yeah of the month. A, my I'm sister is month. 23, so she's like you. On uh, my birthday, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember now. My yeah. sister and you have the same day, which is very interesting. Yes. So I lived uh, like 10 years of my life in the Middle East, which would be like a lot of my professional life. It was there. And I think being there was you know, key to me changing some aspects of my life, how I perceive people, culture, religion, a lot of things. So after living there, I think I became, I I want to say a better person because I I grew up in a very religious background, which sometimes can be sadly not the best place for inclusion, but sometimes sadly religion can exclude people and I felt like not out of a a bad place but out of just this was what I you know this was the life that I knew so I could see that I was not as open as I am right now to a lot of you know things in the world the the differences that we have diversity uh, LGBT issues like a lot of things for me now I see in a very different way and I'm thankful for that And I think what is maybe important for me to share here for the podcast is that I found myself a couple of years ago in a place that I was tired of hating myself. And I think each one of us can relate. Sometimes we're just tired. Like we see, you know, ourselves in the mirror and we hate and we hate the way that we look, the clothes we wear, but sometimes we get used to it, which is sad. But sometimes I think like, 
something inside says, stop it. Like you need to stop hating yourself. You need to stop finding everything about you wrong. Like you're not wrong. You're, you're good. Like there's a lot of good things about you. You need to find them and appreciate them. So I started this journey of trying to appreciate me more, love me more, accept me more. I would say officially 2019, I was in Italy. I was in a good place and I was living in a beach city. So I would every day go and just walk by the sea. And in being there, I think it's healing for me. I love to be near water. And I think Same. that allowed me to think like I was by myself. Nobody knew me there. So I, also, I think that helps when it comes to body positivity, being in a place that nobody knows you, because then you feel like nobody's judging you because they don't know you. Mm. And I think sometimes we feel like among, you know, family or friends or whatever, we're more self-conscious, Sorry. you know, because I think some of the time thinking, you know, trying to be good, they ended up saying like, oh, maybe you should try this diet or that, this or that or whatever. And that can be also overwhelming to think about your weight all the time. Oh, yeah. So I was there by myself and I had, and I did a lot of thinking and I, I decided to start an intentional journey towards self-love and self-acceptance. And because of that, I found the body positivity movement, the body neutrality movement. And I decided to follow people that I knew could help me in my journey. Mm. So I decided to follow only people that I knew that could be beneficial in a sense that are people that motivates people, people that have good content, positive content, not just, you know, sometimes we follow people online and they make us feel miserable. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to follow anybody like that because I don't need that energy. I'm just oh. going to follow people that I know that can help me in my journey. And I found amazing people, wonderful people. And one of them is who? Coach Cobb. Uh. Oh my <laughs> god, John! Who me? It took me a, a, a yes. It took me a minute to to find the courage to talk to you because I wanted. I had I had some ideas, things that I wanted to do, and and I needed help. But I'm happy that I did talk to you because uh, you you made one of my dreams a reality. Like having this retreat happening for me was one of the most beautiful things that I I did in my life to connect with, you know, the guys and and be there with them. And it was Aww. beautiful, magical. And you made this happen. So I will always be grateful to you. And I love you. I'll say it right in the beginning. <laughs> I'll internalize all of it. So so you're in Italy, you're having your like eat, pray, love moment. You know, and I, you're, yes, you're finding yourself. <laughs> Did you like before that happened? Because I, I know that feeling of like you kind of, you know, you hit a wall or you hit, hit rock. There's so many ways to say it, like rock bottom or, you know, there's a turning point. Like something clicked and you're like, stop, you know, criticizing yourself. But did you have moments before that that would like, would come and go where you try to be a little bit more definitely like I think this this is my whole life like before I was just not fat but I had issues too because I never felt like beautiful or handsome or I never felt I was someone attractive so but oh. after I I became bigger and fat I think 
the difference was I started to hate more. And those moments of finding myself better, they were like fewer than before. And then I I wanted to find a place to belong. I was like, I'm a fat Latino man. I don't belong anywhere. Nobody's going to love me. I'm, I'm not the stereotype of I'm not like I would look around and people would always be better than me. Like, oh, this guy is hairier. This is better. Or that guy is white. That's better. Or look at the guy. He's so tanned better. Or, oh, this guy's muscle is better. Like I would always find that belly is better than mine. Those legs are better than, like I would always find right. it almost doesn't, whatever it almost doesn't, was in other people. It almost like doesn't matter what's happening to you. You know, it's like there's no, no. way to win if you're just. No, never. Because I always, I would look at other people and they would always have like a better beard than mine, better hair. The eyes were greener than mine. Like mine is dark green. It's not cute. Like because people cannot see because I wear glasses. Like always, I would always find something. Little city. I was living in a beautiful city called Yazolo near Venice. Okay. And I was there by myself. And I think I had the chance to really think. Like, I'm okay, I'm I, I, I'm tired of this battle. Like, I'm tired of every single day looking myself and hating whatever I'm, you know, I can see. Mm. So I think I, I was more intentional this time in the sense that I want to actually do things that will help me. Because before, everything was really only here. It's my in, inside my head battle. Like, but I wouldn't change anything on the other side, like outside. I would not do anything that it's, you know, outside of my head. But there, at that time, I decided to actually do things intentionally, but outside of my, you know, comfort zone, outside of my head, because everything was just a battle inside my head. But, like, people would not know that I was crazy inside, hating myself. Because I'm always laughing, joking. I'm making jokes about being fat all the time. Because I think a lot of us... We prefer to joke first, mm-hmm. so we don't, you know, because we know that somebody's going to make that joke, so let me be the one making the joke. So I have a lot of this, and but then I decided to actually do external things to try to help me, which maybe yeah. I think it would be like the first time that I would actually intentionally decide I'm going to try different things because I need to love me better. I need to accept me more. I need to get out of this like hating circle. So I think that was the big, the biggest change from the past because in the past it was just like a lot of work inside my head, but not a lot of doing things on, you know, outside. Yeah. They cut like in coaching, there's like motivational interviewing and there's like the, the five stages of, of um, like readiness to change. So there's like, pre-contemplative then contemplative then preparation then action so it's like you're kind of getting to the action part you know like you had thought about it for so long so it's interesting um when that that moment it took happens. me a long time <laughs> but i think i'm there now i think i'm i don't just fight inside but i try to you know to get things outside that can help me to fight you know, myself. Yeah. And it's, it's a never ending process, you know, process. Right. And, but like, 
it sounds like one of the big first steps you took was like, let me connect with other people who can inspire yes. me and motivate me. Yeah. Um, because I, I remember, because I'm glad we connected. So. <laughs> yes. Like, obviously everybody's different, but I would say community is really important. We are not like, we cannot do anything by right. ourselves. Sometimes we feel we can because it's our problem. It's not anybody else's problem. But sometimes we just don't have the power to do it ourselves alone. And I think there's a lot of power in communities. So I maybe these people even don't know they help me. Most of them, I never spoke with them. But they do help me like in a daily, weekly basis. Every time I read some nice post and I, it makes mm-hmm. me feel better, I, they're helping me. They don't know, but they are helping me. So... I remember like you messaging me. I knew I remember where I was when we were like audio messaging. I was at like, you know, my local like nice. Italian restaurant in my town in Connecticut. And you so you had connected with me and we like I think you're we were chatting saying you're saying like, you know, I'm interested in doing what you're doing and I want maybe might want to be a coach and I tried to help you, f- you know, with whatever whatever resources I had for that. Um but then you sent me an audio message and we were going back and forth. Right. And then it turned into like, well, actually, what I really want to do is start a retreat. And then we went back and forth because I was like, well, I've been wanting to do that forever. And like, I haven't been able to crack the code, you know, especially doing it in the US because it's just like, you know, things are a bit too expensive. And, and admittedly, I had imposter syndrome of like, you know, well, who am I to put on a retreat? And what if it goes wrong? It's like, I could add all the like such a long list of cons and then it's like it makes it so hard to take action but i but when you said that i was and you and you i knew at that point you were in lisbon because that's where you're living now and that's when you're where you're living a few years ago and i've spent so much time in portugal so it was like oh here's a guy who like wants to do what i'm doing who's in portugal and wants to run a retreat it was like hello universe i'm like all right we're gonna explore this so i remember us going back and forth for a while on yeah. on instagram audio which is so funny because like, it can only be like 40 seconds or something and then yes like, and then like five hundred thousand audios <laughs> yeah and then That's i remember strange. i think i was up in maine i was up in maine and we were doing it because it was all over the summer of 2021 and then i was like okay well it's like me on zoom and I, I think I really like, I think we worked well together and, and it actually became a reality because we weren't putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. It was just like, all right, like if we're going to do this kind of like, what would it be and what would be fun? And we would have like planning meetings. We're like, well, what if we make caftans? And, you know, it's just like, we started getting excited without it being like, I don't know. Like if, if, it, if I had set a retreat, I was like, I need to do this and then I need to do it with you. And we figured out like, it would have been so stressful, but I, f- I feel like it organically just flowed. Yeah. And I think because I think so many times we had this conversation, like we want to do this. We don't yeah. have to, this is not something that somebody's putting pressure on us to do it because this is not our jobs. So we're just doing this because we believe that this is going to be beneficial for people. So I think that was also important because every time, we were a little bit overwhelmed with the idea yeah. of having this. Uh-huh. We were like, oh, but we don't need to. Like, if, if this doesn't happen, it's not gonna, you know, bother me or you. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be bad in any way. It's just not gonna do it now. Maybe do it later. Maybe never do it. Right. But there's nothing bad really happening if it, this doesn't work. 
which I think it was important for us for this first one, because I know that, you know, for now we do have a little pressure because we wanted to better, obviously, than we did last year. But but there was no no pressure on, oh, I need this money because I need to survive out of this retreat money, or I need to do this because this is my 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 neck. Like I, I told everybody, no, there was no pressure from anybody. We advertised really when everything was ready. Yeah. Like we were we never gave false expectations or false information to anybody. And I think that was maybe the the way that we did have success because we took it respecting so many times I wasn't feeling okay. And I told you, I'm sorry, I cannot meet. I'm not feeling good. And you respected me. And at the same time, I think a few times also you needed, like, I don't want to talk about this this week because I'm not feeling okay or whatever. Uh Can we do it next time? Like we were so like respecting each other that I think that's also why this happened because we were taking it slowly mm-hmm. and but surely like not just for yeah yeah, but, yeah. You know? and then if time elapsed like i would get kind of negative in my head and be like well it's not gonna work and whatever and then we'd meet and then we were just talking about the fun things we wanted to do and then as soon as we got off i'd be like okay and then i would take some, yes you know very and, exciting yes and like you built the website which like you know that's something i just like can't like you're saying like oh how can i have a website like you know how to build them i i don't know i'm not really good with like design or tech and that's the stuff that can get in my way like and i'm not the most organized person and you're more you're more organized i'm like i know what i'm good at and it's not always those things but you know you create this gorgeous website and i was just like oh now we have like a website and i was very insecure about it but then as soon as we showed people everyone's like this looks so professional and i was like okay yeah we have a professional retreat website (laughs) and we just kept taking and like even the branding just the colors and everything started coming together and yeah we would just have fun being like well what if we do a dance party what if we do this and um it changed like i had an idea in my head of this retreat and it was not like what happened but what happened it was perfect so i think it was so good that me and you every time we spoke with each other we were open. Like I was totally open to hear you and to, because you were, you know, you have the experience being coach and even going to other retreats. Yeah. For me, all the retreats I've been, they were all either religious or either just for work, but never a wellness coaching slash, you know, mental health. I never been to a retreat like that, but you had experience. So I'm, I would say I'm glad that I was open to listen to you and to hear you and to be able to change. Like we changed so many things that we wanted to do that I wanted to. Yeah. I think, didn't you, I, do think, it. I think you had an idea of it being like a luxury wellness retreat. And I, and yeah. I kept saying like, you know, if you make it more like summer camp, it's going to be really fun. Like everything I do, especially, I think it's cause I've been in the wellness industry for like t- over 10 years and I'm just like, I don't know, something very generic about it all. And I'm like trying to make things just more fun. And like, as we saw, it's like, it can be very healing to just be like in a group having fun. And it doesn't have to be so like on the nose, like this is wellness. You know? Yeah. And also if it's too bougie or too gourmet or it, it takes the, the heart of it, it becomes 
I'm going to a fancy spa. I want my massage. I want my this, yeah. I want my that. It doesn't yeah. really like this is not our vibe. We are yeah. like in a house living together. We are dealing with myself snoring like a monster. <laughs> and then realizing that I gladly I was not the only bear Everybody snoring snores. there. Yeah. So but you know, even to the point we can even <laughs> change like can bear snore something like that that. we were joking during the so it was amazing like we we entered this house and we became family and that for me that was like what it made this so successful because in a very short amount of time we were connected like we talked to each other we respected each other nobody was forced to do anything there that they didn't want to Mm-hmm. And every, every, everything that everybody did, it was just because they wanted to. And it was with a lot of love involved, a lot of respect involved. I think I loved when you tell people, this is our, this is our, uh, this is our place. This is uh, safe. This is our safe environment. Like mm-hmm. you can be yourself and you can say no. If somebody comes to you and wants to give you a hug, but you don't like hugs, you can say, I'm sorry. I'm not a hugger. I don't. I don't want this hug right now. And and you will be respected. Nobody's gonna think, oh, this guy's an asshole. Why he doesn't want to hug? This is can't bear hug. We need yeah, to yeah. hug. <laughs> this did just didn't happen. Like everybody came with the open heart, and each one of us we could connect with them in a deeper level. So it was very healing. It was such a fun like we we had fun with each other with no pressure nobody was like mm-hmm. oh am i cute enough to be friends with this guy and my beard like i during the days we were together i never felt ugly i never felt i wasn't good enough my body was not like because that was not sometimes in events we you know for you know bears or whatever we do feel like it's important how we look, my hair, whatever. But during those days, we were just, you know, complimenting each other. Oh, you look so cute. You look so cute. Oh, you know, it's, it was just such a such a nice, encouraging environment that mm-hmm. we loved each other all every day. We woke up together, had breakfast, and then we went to do our activities. It was amazing. I wish we could have, like, had a, a month of that. I know. <laughs> like, it was so good. I'm like, that, I want to be there right now. Um, so what, what were, yeah, what were like a few of the highlights for you personally from the retreat experience? I think first that people actually came. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thanks, guys. <laughs> and I think it, for me, also very important that some of the guys did acknowledge that I had my hands on making this happen. Because I, I'm, I'm like I have this, you know, I'm always fighting with myself, thinking that I am useless. And at the end, some guys came like Marcelo, you were the reason this happened. Like you connected us together. That for me was very important for myself, my healing. It was really yeah. good to 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 have that. And some of the small things, like one of the guys, he was shy to you know take his shirt off, and he did during the retreat when we, not only in the swimming pool when we were together, but also outside when we went to the beach. Uh-huh. And that for me, that little something, it was already, okay, this is a success. 
because one guy you know took time out of his life to come to our retreat he trusted us that this would be a safe place for him to be himself and be free and he was yeah. like he came he was happy he was free he you know took his shirt off he just had fun without looking around to to see if nobody was looking at him like oh this fat guy so that for me i i won like and also to see the people connecting it was so for me beautiful to see how the guys connected to each even even uh, before that did not know each other from before even be- even before the retreat started, right? It's like we set up the WhatsApp group, yeah. And I was a little bit, you know, it's like I, like I said, everything we I do, I'm like concerned because like, we you know, we both want things to go well. So I think it's it's foolish if you're not concerned. <laughs> like I, yes. I oftentimes thank my anxiety. <laughs> like my anxiety is what keeps me in check and makes sure you know I care for other people and that I'm concerned about how people are feeling. But we set up the WhatsApp group and it was like immediately everyone was joking and like. It, it just proves like all you need, to, you know, like my big thing is like, you just need to create a space for people and like, they're going to bring their energy. So, you know, we created the website group. We'd have to like check in and be like, how's everyone doing? It was like, I'd wake up and there'd be like eight texts from people joking about what they're going to do on the airplane on the way there and, you know, sending memes. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Everyone's already excited. To yes. Me. And we're like a month out. Yeah. And when, like, when I saw you at the airport, it felt like, Oh, I. This is my friend, you know that. I, I don't know. If, like, if, I, this if is my crazy. This is my crazy American. <laughs> yeah, like it felt like we knew each other. It didn't feel like oh, I'm meeting this random stranger. No, it felt like oh, this is my friend. I'm you know seeing him now. And when the guys arrived, I remember hugging them at the airport. It also felt good. It felt like, oh, this is my people. Like, I'm, you know, I'm coming to get a friend from the airport. Not I'm coming to get a client of my retreat or not, you know. Yeah. The feeling was so honest and nice. Like, when we, you know, when I saw each one of the guys, it was just so genuine that we were happy to be there together to spend those days. And I think that's what, you know, it, we had a good time together. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're having a good good time at the airport because i was in our nine-seater van out front getting s- screamed at by portuguese police officers and I, and I know a lot of portuguese swears and there are a lot of them coming at me <laughs> good but yeah another another highlight for me was um at the house we were at which is not going to be the same as the one we're going to be at this year there was a volleyball court and one day someone's like you know we just want to play volleyball and have fun like we used to as kids and it ended up just eventually being just me you and another guy jason for the most part and the two of you know a lot about volleyball so it ended up being like a whole workshop like i've never learned so much about volleyball and it was so it was just like not planned it was just weird like just playing but you guys taught me and we played for so long and it was like so fun yeah and also i think this is one of the uh, it's it's good that you reminded me that because I think sometimes when you struggle with exercise, exercising, like if you're like a big guy and you struggle to like the gym, you struggle to like this or that, or the type of exercise that people would tell you that you need to do, I would say do something that you love. Like just move your body in any way you like. And oh, I yeah. love volleyball, but after I stopped playing because I was like, oh, maybe I'm too fat. Maybe people are going to look at me. And 
I don't, I'm not good enough to play with these people. And maybe they're gonna think like, oh, why the fat guy's here? He's gonna, you know, drag us down. We're gonna lose because of him or whatever. And I stopped playing for whatever the reasons. And when we were playing there, it just reminded me that I love volleyball and I can mm. still play even with my size and even the way that I am right now. I'm able to, obviously, I'm not going to go to the Olympics or whatever. I'm not going to. I was just going to say, send you to uh, Team Brazil, <laughs> represent you. You're so good. <laughs> I'm not going to go any of these places, but I can have fun with it. And I did. And I had. And it was so good to play again. So I think when we are in a good environment, those things can happen. Like I did the pleasure of playing volleyball came back to me. It was mm. lost for whatever reasons and came back to me. Now I know that if I go try to play, I'm going to have fun. And it's going to be beneficial for my body to move. And the same with Denise. Like when I was younger, I used to do a lot of theater and a lot of choreography. And I lost that to the point that I was not moving at all, like for just really not going anywhere when it comes to dancing or acting, moving. And when Denise brought his dance class, oh. I connected with that Marcelo that he used to love the theater, the dancing, the choreography, all of those things. And it just reminded me, Marcelo, you love this. You should try again, mm-hmm. go after like go after playing volleyball, go after dancing, moving yourself. You like these things. Don't let whatever outside or inside reasons make you stop. Like don't care if people are going to look at you and like, oh, the fat guy dancing, how funny. Who cares? Fuck them. (laughs) No, no, fuck them. (laughs) So that was so nice to see Denise moving. So beautiful. And it just reminded me that I love music and dance. I love to move. And yeah. I was there moving very poorly because my body's all like, uh, uh, uh. but nobody cared. No. We were yeah. being silly with each other. They're just moving our bodies. It was amazing. So also I think another thing that I would say the retreats brought me, it was the pleasure again to do, to do these things. And I think everybody like, liked it too. Like it was their their chance to just move silly just and not care. Yeah. Like, no, we were not like, oh, this is the, the proper way to dance. We should do this or that. No, who cares? Just move your body. And it was fun. And it was really fun. So the power of, you know, being in a place where people respect you, the people do not judge you, and the people just let you be you, and it's okay. Like, just be you. Yeah, that's where like magic happens, and it's like some like you're saying. Some people are like, oh, I just want to get away from you know my job and go travel in Portugal with this group, and not really want to get much more out of it. It's like no matter what, you're going to get a lot out of it because you don't even know what you need in a given moment, or you don't you don't even know that you've been disconnected from like this inner child that had all these passions and spark for life, and and then when you're in a position where you have support and you can play, and you know not be in your normal day-to-day life it's like oh yeah like I can reconnect to things you know and 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 I love that yeah it's like when everyone's buying into that then it just feels safe it's like I do I I a big thing that changed in my life is I I started doing laughter yoga and then I became a laughter yoga instructor and it's kind of like 
you're just in like kindergarten as an adult, like you're just doing silly, weird things. And as an introvert, like, I don't like people watching me do things. It's like, even if I had to like tie my shoe in front of a group, I'd be like, do I know how to do this? And you know, that I get anxious. But when you're in a setting like that, like in Loft Yoga, everyone's doing this silly stuff that it, it doesn't matter. And then, and then you're left with that inner critic that like you were talking about earlier of like looking in the mirror and saying, I'm not good enough and comparing yourself to others. Like when you're in a situation where everyone's just being themselves and silly, it's like when that voice is there, it just starts to dull down because it's like, there's nothing for it to grasp onto. It's like, oh, well, Marcel, you're going to look silly dancing. It's like, well, everyone is. It's like, okay. You know, and that, that little like, you know, the little thing on your shoulder just starts to kind of quiet down. Really? Like, like, shut the fuck up and get out of here. I'm having fun. Yeah. You're like, I want to dance around and twirl. Yes. I want to say I love my butt. And I do. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I, and I, so that was the other thing we did with, we had the body positivity discussion, which, you know, I always like to just like create self-reflection questions, get people talking, you know, it's not overly complicated, but I think when people start sharing and, hearing other people share it's like oh yeah i deal with the same thing like a lot of people are talking about what it's like to fly in a plane with a bigger body it's like we're solving the problem there but it's like oh i thought i was the only person and now this all these other people who i now i'm friends with they're like they're telling me they have the same anxieties and fears and it just makes you feel less alone so yeah, we, had the, we had that discussion and that was a big turning point i feel like everyone started connecting even more after that but to finish it off yeah we did the like I love my I, this song that I learned from laughter yoga where it's like you say I love this song yeah it's like I love my head I love my head I really love my head like thank you head and then you go through all the different parts of your body yes so with my new website that I'm launching I have thank you butt t-shirts yes we need this merch <laughs> I need yeah. one desperately thank you butt. so if anyone goes on the website it's like what does that mean it's from that song <laughs> oh my god so so it, yeah it went so well and then I remember well I know we're kind of bouncing around with stories and stuff, but like, I just, it's so great to revisit it in my head, you know, and like look at videos and stuff like that. But I think there's a the big moment for you and I was like when everyone was doing yoga the first morning and I kept, yes. we kept looking at each other. I'm like, we're running a retreat. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's similar to like a wedding. It's like you plan the wedding, you do all this work, you have all these people there and it goes by so fast. fast. And if you don't stop and be like, okay, this is happening. It could fly by. True. So like I multiple times I would just grab you and hug you or just in the pool be like, we're running a retreat. P.S. Like <laughs> we're here. We're yeah, doing. Yeah, and like- I think when we are actually doing things, we don't realize that we are actually doing them. Like when we are driving, yeah. when you're speaking, you're giving your workshop. We are guiding people. Like in the middle of work, we just work. We just yeah. do things. But I I think it was nice because you know the both of us we could be together like in the morning and look the guys with the knees and it was so cute beautiful to see they're moving gently because the knees is all about you know alignment <sighs> and moving but not in a way that sometimes movement can be a very you know very sensitive topic for fat guys and the body positivity movement even have an issue with exercising all of this so this can be a very sensitive topic to people, but it was so nice that he brought the guys just to move, just to align, just to stretch. This mm-hmm. is already amazing if you do this. And it was so beautiful to see them doing it. And, you know, I think that was really also a highlight for me, just be with you and we could look at our, this is our, this is our group. Our yeah. retreat is happening right now. 
people are actually here. They came from different countries. We just had breakfast together, and now they're having their yoga session. I know. That was, it really was, like, that so much of just, like, we're doing it. This is happening. Like, just so wild. But then once it ended, like, my my whole intention was with, that I did with my meditation teacher was just, like, how I want people to feel when it ends. So I had this whole thing, and she recorded it for me, and I listened to it so many times, and it's, like, you know, basically just being, like, you know, people are leaving, and people are crying, and no one wants to leave, and I'm thinking to myself, like, holy shit, I just did this. You know, I'm so proud. And it played out exactly the way I envisioned it. Like, we're at the hotel in Lisbon. We had those extra nights and we went out and just like relaxed, got dinners, sight, did sightseeing. It was like walk, it was like seeing a new city with your best friends. You know, we had all the. Yeah, and this jokes. is also, we were prepared to people say, okay, we want to do our thing. We're not going to hang out together. We were prepared for this. So. But it didn't happen. Like everybody just wanted to hang out together because, you know, we came from being so connected to each other, which also I think it's, it's, it makes sense because when sometimes we go to a a new bar or to a new party, or if we go alone, sometimes we do feel lonely and we feel we don't connect or we don't feel good. But because we were together as a group, we went to bars, we went to have dinners, like we went around and we were just, you know, I'm with my buddies. You yeah. Know, I'm happy here. I'm enjoying, I'm eating pastel ginata. I'm eating this amazing food. I'm visiting these nice places with a bunch of crazy, amazing guys. And it was just great. Like the extra days we had in Lisbon was as good as the days in the retreat. Everybody I was know. just happy, you know, going around, seeing things. It was wonderful. One of the things I love about Portugal is this, like it's such a small country that you can be in a very busy downtown Lisboa, Lisbon, which is crazy, like cars, buildings, activities, bars, restaurants, whatever that you can think of. But then after like 40 minutes, you are in the middle of nature, which is amazing. The house is such a beautiful area. It's gorgeous. And the house is totally for us, totally secluded. If you want to go naked the whole week, you can, because there's nobody there around. So it's just a chance for you to really disconnect from the crazy life you're living. And if you're in New York, I'm sure you know what a crazy life is. I'm from Sao Paulo, and that's crazy life in Sao Paulo. So if you're in the big city, it's a time for you to just relax and disconnect from the craziness. This retreat is for you. It's going to be amazing just to chill in this beautiful house with the swimming pool with the nice gardens. Mm. Amazing location. Amazing. The location is so nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be gorgeous. And like, you know, even bringing up the nudity thing, like I think because you and I had so many conversations about me, it's like we knew what we wanted. We wanted to create an alternative experience for bears where it's not around sex and alcohol. And it's like, but ha- but also not make it feel sterile and forced, you know? And I think it works so well. Like, it's like, you know, some people got naked to the pool, but it's not, you know, overly sexual. And, and then- it was also mandatory because the ones that yeah. didn't want to, they didn't. But it was such a nice way that also they did not feel offended by the ones that were naked because it was not, like, weird or... Yeah, it was it's just hard to like- explain, right? It's just kind yeah. of like, it just... 
yeah, you could do what you want. And it's like, it's liberating. If you want to, you know, be naked at the pool, you can, you don't have to. It's not a nudist event. So it's not like you're, everyone's nude anywhere else, but mainly the pool. And everyone was just at this friend, loving friend zone where everyone's getting nourished by that. That like, no, it wasn't like, I don't know. No one wanted to like leave that, that space, you know? So it's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's so, it's so interesting, you know, like, yeah, and I think sometimes we do have nice groups of friends and acquaintances, but sometimes when we are with them, not necessarily everything goes the way that we want. Sometimes it's like, oh, if I go with my friends to the beach or to a swimming pool, I'm not going to go naked ever because I will feel like never, I can never do that, never. Right. But I, I like, you know, I want to one day stream naked. Why not? I want to have this experience. I want to know how to feel, like to just lay there and have the sun, you know, just mm. touching my whole body. And I could do it in the retreat and it was nice. You know, it was a supportive group of guys. They did not care, you know, like I was, I could be naked or not naked. Nobody was there to judge or to say anything. Right, and it was very liberating, you know. Like if if you want to also feel like how it is to feel free from any kind of judgment or looking looks from people, yeah. that's also a, a nice a nice place, and that's what I wanted this to be. Because when we go to places that are like wellness retreats or whatever, mental health or whatever, it usually have a, like a mentality of judgment or a mentality of, oh, I'm going to go to a wellness retreat. It's going to be, or either just women because they are the ones that care more for health and these things, or it's going to be just really thin, fit, super flexible guys because usually they are like this. So they like to go to events like this and then maybe a fat guy and maybe a bear, very hairy guy would not feel good because you're mm-hmm. maybe the only one the only one fat guy in the middle of 20 30 people that are not you're not gonna feel free to do things and to right. try things but if for all of us kind of bears kind of fat kind of the same even though we are different but in this sense we were there as equals it just felt normal and right like i, it, I just you know. it's almost like um you know, when, when you're thinking about your body so much, cause you feel like you're getting judged, whether you are, or you are, and society does judge bigger bodies. It's like when you're in space like that, it's like, it's so liberating. Cause you're like, you don't, you're not thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. And maybe like some of the other times where you're just not, and then you can also get used, you know, you can use this time to like work on that aspect of you. And then you go back into, you know, quote unquote normal society and like try to bring a little bit of that with you yeah and also if you are in a bear event like one of those bears parties or you know pool parties because it's based a lot on sex and encounters and you really feel like oh am i looking good enough like is this okay like yeah is my my dick i'm a yeah i'm a grower i'm a grower and then how 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 i'm gonna show this to people but then, no, nobody cares because that's not the point that we were there yeah. in the first place. So, I actually, I'm being very honest. The times that I was naked at the pool, I really did not care. Like, if anybody was looking at my body and, oh, is this good? Is this okay? Is this my is my ass looking? What I, no. Yeah. I never, during the whole week, I never had this feeling like, 
is this good enough? Am I dressed enough for these guys? Am I looking cute enough? And actually, there were like those were also places where I felt cute. I don't know if it makes sense, but because I knew nobody cared, I was doing it for myself, mm. which is good. Like I, I, I wanted to for now. Like I wanted to be looking a little bit better, so I put this nice shirt. But because I wanted to feel cute, like not because I'm feeling anybody's gonna judge me. I wanted yeah. to do it for myself. So during the retreat, also I wanted to look cute for me. Because I want to, you know, I want to be here. I want to look nice. I want to get some tan. So I want to just lay here in the pool. But never looking around and thinking people were judging or looking right. like if they wanted my body or not. Because that was not the point. Exactly. So I did not need to show anything. Like, oh, I need to flex a bit so they can see. No, <laughs> nobody cares about any of this. Yeah, that's and, so freeing. You know, it's like... Yes. And I saw beauty in all, all of the guys. Yeah. But not in a... Not in a like, like a toxic sexual. sexual way. Yeah, it was just us hugging each other every day in the morning, or playing and hugging in the pool. We did have contact, body contact, but it was nice. It was not pressured. It was not forced. Yeah, it was not imposed. Nobody was like grabbing your butt without your consent or anything like that. So, but we were like, like we were there, like friends and friends hug, friends, you know, touch each other in a nice way. I want to be there. All of these things they happen, and (laughs) yes, all of these things happen, and it was so nice. Like I felt, it felt good. The cuddle pile, somebody cuddling me, for me, not because I can maybe offer something sexual in return. Right. We were just really giving each other, you know, some connection, some love which is also yeah. can be from touch from touching There's each other so much love like yeah yes it was great so yeah we're going to be doing july we'll be doing kind of the same thing but longer form we'll be at the house longer we'll really be able to settle in i'm yes. just so excited to just like hang out there it's it yeah it's gonna be a dream yes so the house has so many nice places to hang out like, like so many like around the house and inside the house places that we can just sit and chill and talk and connect it's a very good place for this like everywhere there's some little chair some little something you can just sit there and relax and talk and enjoy i know so we'll be be there for five nights and lisbon for three nights and yes because we need to see some lisbon craziness so we're gonna go out and have fun and eat good food and have some drinks and have fun yeah, so it's good. it's really good balance, and then so that's July. So July first to July 9th is that experience. It's like summer camp up by the beach, you know, at the house, the pool, and then in September, September second to the tenth, we wanted to create a different experience that's uh, wine themed. So it's like wine and bears, I guess the name that I'm call I'm calling it, <laughs> and it's the same vibe. That's the thing. It's like. Not, all all that stuff is still there. It's like we're still going to have like a supportive space. We're still going to be doing, you know, some mini workshops and movement and like the the heart of all of it's still going to be there. It's just that we're going to use wine as a vehicle to like explore, you know, Portuguese culture and history and geography and it's going to be up north in Porto and Douro, which is like the wine region where like mm-hmm. a lot of port wine comes from and Vinho Verde and um so we're going to be at a house 
at like a quinta type house like on the farm like up in the wine gorgeous region. place beautiful yes, also gorgeous also pool yes. secluded and we'll be there for a few nights and we're gonna do some excursions from the house to like different wineries and you know my friends who live up there their parents are in the wine business and they have been for decades so they know a lot of just little experiences that you wouldn't normally have if you just visit Portugal. So we're going to do like all these little experiences. We'll go to different towns like Braga and Guimarães and just, I love the North so much. So we're going to see like a lot of, you know, those areas. And then we'll be in Porto for a few nights after. And that will be like, you know, the, it's not a, it's not a huge city, but it's like, you know, we'll do restaurants. We'll go to bars, go to the wine cellars, you know, the port wine cellars and we'll do, you know, things around the city, which is gorgeous. Porto is probably my favorite city. It's, it's beautiful there. Absolutely it's beautiful. Very nice. And there's a good vibe. Like, I was there not long ago. It, it's a, a nice, like, city. Like, you walk around, there's a nice vibe. Like, you know, there's the people walking around and obviously the beauty of the river, the bridge, like, the all the time. You guys are going to see, yeah, it's great, beautiful. Yeah, it's like a world heritage. The whole city is a world heritage site. It's just another like thing that I would say that I love about our retreat is usually people, if you're going to think about mental health or wellness or things in this realm, usually people have the idea of veganism and non-alcohol 100% yeah. and meetings and meetings and meetings which is not a problem. I'm, I love vegan food. I love all of, all of these things. I could definitely, I tried before and I would eat, like I love all of these things. I'm not saying anything bad about any of them. But when, you, when you're so different from this and you go to a place like that and everything is so rigid and so mm-hmm. like, that you really don't feel connected to. And when you go home, this is not your life. You're yeah. not like vegan for a week and then go and then like you live in a place that maybe there's no access to a lot of, you know, vegetables or whatever. Maybe you grew up not eating vegetables. So I love that our retreat is, it's meant for us to like from here and from here, I think that's where the good and positive changes, they come. Like Like if you want to improve the the mindset and the heart. Yes, like if you want to improve your health, if you want to improve your diet, if you want to improve your relationship with exercises, if you want to improve any of these things, it should come from a healthy and good mind and spirit and, and heart. Yeah. And that's where we are dealing in. with our retreat. We are nourishing our hearts, our minds, yeah. our spirits. So it's not forbidden if you want to have a glass of wine during, you know, your whatever your dinner. It's not forbidden like to go and and do something that maybe like in other retreats are uh, no, 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 because you need to be almost like, you know, you need to fast. So your mind. Can, yeah. The, the, no, this, I think this just yes, shows you, you can what, do all the things. This shows you what like normal life can be like if it's just, you know, exactly. you're feeling good. So I think yeah, it's more on the, I think it's, it's more on a, how can, how can I bring this goodness to my daily life? It's possible yeah. because we were not extreme yeah. in any of the things that we're doing. And so, how do we, how do we bring it into our lives in terms of like the group is still supportive. Like we're all still on WhatsApp. It's six or seven months later. Yeah. And pe- like we have someone coming from the UK to New York and we're going to see him. 
where you know people are making plans to hang out in the summer everyone's still checking in with each other so it's like community like community is so important and we're creating community and we really want you to be a part of it so if this intrigues you at all or you want to learn more about it um go to coachcub.com and there's a retreat section and you can check out you know the beautiful house and some of the details but really like the most important step is to schedule a call with me so on the website you could just you know click my scheduler find a half hour on my calendar to set up a call and then we can just chat about like, you know, what are you looking to get out of it? And like, what are your intentions? And, you know, we want to make sure everyone's, you know, coming in with similar enough intentions so that it's a supportive environment. Um, so it's not an exclusive retreat whatsoever. It's just like, I want to make sure everyone understands the intentions, especially around like, you know, that it's not overly sexual and that it's not a party and, you know, kind of just the overall vibe. And if it, and if it seems like something you'd like and benefit from, you know, we'll talk and, you know, get you set up and all that. There's not that many spots. We like to keep it intimate. Yes. So we only want like, you know, it's like 10 guests per yes. retreat. So we recommend go to coachcub.com, you know, get on my calendar as soon as possible. And then also we have our um, Instagram handle, um, camp.bear.hug. And that you can see some, you know, experiences from September, some stuff, you know, we're going to be releasing about the July and September retreats and, yeah, we hope to we hope to see you there. And, and Marcel, I can't wait. I'm going to be in Portugal all summer. So yes. we're going to be hanging out all the time, and we're going to be setting up some cool social events in Definitely. Lisbon. Wow. I'm very excited for this actually to yeah. do maybe a cuddle pile, to do a weekend event yeah. type of thing. So maybe we can so throw a much a swimming pool party, whatever. Beach, like beach a trips. Lot of we yeah, do. I'm yeah. going to be living it up. And anyone coming through Portugal, hit us up. Like it's going to be great. And yeah can't wait for the retreat but marcel i really appreciate your time you and i are going to talk all the time we're going to keep planning so you know we'll be seeing each other and how can people find you and your instagram and all that my instagram is at marcelo r viana uh it's just normal spelling marcelo with one l viana with one n and you can find me on instagram my instagram is open Go check my pictures there. <laughs> but I think more importantly, come talk to me. I love talking to people, making new friends. Yeah. And if any time you feel like a little lonely or maybe you feel like your friends are tired to listen to you complain about the same things over and over, I do this with my friends too. So I am open to listen to your, you know, your complaints and your struggles. And I'm love, I love to listen to people and to talk. So if you ever need a friend, I'm here for you. Come to my my account and send me a message. Aww. Let's talk. That's a great invitation, and I can't wait to to see you in Portugal. Me too. And, and we're about to go on Instagram Live, so we have to hop over. We have another combo. Yes. All right. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Bye. Bye.